Right at the Fork is supported by Picnic, the app where you can share and discuss your best dishes. Picnic. Eat better together. That's P-I-Q-N-I-Q. Download it today on iTunes. Right at the Fork for another week, Chris, and this is another great soundbite edition of Right at the Fork. And the soundbites are more important than they used to be because we're doing fewer of them. uh, So less is more. Well, because they take on... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They take on more importance when you don't have as many. We have to to make sure they're good. No, it's true. Uh, uh, I'm Court Johnson again, and uh, we're here with uh, Chris Angeles from Portland Food Adventures. It's great to be here. Yeah, we have, we have a fantastic guest. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about this because everybody the the subject of today's uh, soundbite. Everybody has this person, whether it's in their Facebook feed or their Instagram feed or whatever it is, their picnic feed. Mm, uh, that uh, they they're always posting great pictures of food, and to some degree, that's all they post. Or you start following them because people have commented on you know on something, and you're like, man, I want to see more of this. And so there's a lot of great people here in Portland posting some really great things. Yes. And, you know, I have to give some credit to our friend Heather Jones. Yeah. Because no, I've she, said this before. She's on my shore list of, of people I enjoy seeing the stuff she's posting. Yeah. She, and she's always, her her words are always very witty. Yeah. Go with, she doesn't just post stuff. But she was after me for a long time. She said, you're the perfect candidate for Instagram. And for a long time I said... It's just one more thing I have to do. I yeah, can't yeah. I already do you Facebook. Are, you were strictly I, Facebook I, at the I time. And I, well, I don't like Twitter, but I have to do it. And um, so I finally started doing it last January yeah. for good, for real. And I got addicted to it. And I, it's my thing now. And I love it. And it, it started actually uh, uh, me towards, you know, I'm on the coast. So it's not just food, the Portland Food ADV. We have a food, cast, uh, food podcast. PDX feed as well. And that's right. fairly new if you want to follow that. Um, but I started to uh, post a lot of shots of my dog. And I'm sure there are people that see that and say, I don't, what is this? Oh, and I've had people say, what does this have to do with food? And, and the coast. Right. But I started doing it and that led to uh, a little diversity. So it's not all about food. Right. Someone doesn't look at me and say, we, we, they know what the, he's eating all the time. But I also started a little greeting card line. Someone came to me and said, your pictures of the coast are so cool on Instagram. I'm only using the Instagram photos for these greeting cards that oh, are wow. available at Salt and Paper in Manzanita or through me. Oh, wow. So I'm excited about that. So that's what one thing that Instagram did. Yeah. And, and so we have Portland Food ADV has uh, 5,000 followers in a year, which I think is, that is, how's that, Rebecca? That's solid. Is it? Yeah. That's is really here? solid. Yeah. I don't know, because there are a lot of people. I look at uh, Carrie Young, yep. Meatballs Samama, mm-hmm. who we would talk about today. How many does she have? How many followers does she Oh, gosh, she like 40,000 or something. And do you want to know something that's going to piss you and me off, both of us? <laughs> what is it? She's driving a GMC. Yeah, now, I saw. GMC. I know. She had some really cool posts with it, though. There's a really awesome one with Megan, the gal who does Fieldworks flowers, and mm-hmm. she's in the back of the pickup, and it's filled with all these lush greens, and it's like... Oh, that's good Instagram. <laughs> but I, I, I think that's great, and I'm so glad they did that. But Buick offered you and me a car for like a week, mm-hmm. 
And so... Um, haven't used it yet. <laughs> yeah, I, ha I haven't either. I actually went back to them and said, "What? I can do so much more with that than a week on the coast with some beautiful shots. And totally. They didn't really some pick really up on that. Some really sexy beach car photos. Right. That could with, happen. With the dog coming out of the back Aww. and all that stuff. So... Uh, they didn't pick up on it. I'm going to send them this podcast. This is another, <laughs> there you go, another this is a new passive-aggressive passive yes. sales pitch from Chris Angeles. Yeah, we, we suggested to Rick yeah. that he use that in a passive-aggressive way. No, no, it was the, uh, it was the Japanese. Yeah. Yes. So, um, but at any rate, uh, she's one of the keys, and she's one of the big Portland success stories when it comes to Instagram. Oh, she's Once wildly again, successful. Once again, meatballs with two S. Right. Mama. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's done really well, and she's doing some things. Is she actually employed by Jacobs and Salt now? Or I believe they have a them? partnership, yeah. So she's doing some really cool work with them, and then they she did some cool photos of their partnership with Burgerville, where they're doing the rosemary salt fries, which I is... I was in there last night with my yeah. son. They, they're wearing Jacobs and Salt t-shirts -uh. at Burgerville now. That's mm. awesome. With a whole little story on the front. and uh, Well, Jacobson was on my list. I really think that their Instagrams is one of the most fun to just gawk at. Like, they do such cool things, great locations, amazing food. Like, that one's really fun. One well, they're favorites. on top of it. They are sure. really on top of it. For and, sure. And we should say what we're doing today. Yeah, we, we should <laughs> do an official <laughs> introduction of Rebecca on the show. Yes. Yeah, so Rebecca has the blog, um, PDX Food Love. Mm-hmm. And which is also her Instagram handle, tag. What mm -hmm. do you call it? Is it tag? Handle. Handle. Yeah. That's what I thought. The tag's the hashtag. Yeah, tag's a hashtag. So PDX Food Love, mm -hmm. which is a great, that's a nice one to procure. Did you feel good when you got that? Yes. I actually changed it from my first and last name so it would come up more readily in searches. That's good. So you know what you're doing. <laughs> what, what do we need to do with this podcast to make it? Today you already today. have Portland and or you have food podcast right in the yeah 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 and that was the reason for that it's not right at the food time. podcast PDX which I mean I can't those say. are your key search terms and right. Instagram searches it's all it's all about the tags right about the search search tag stuff you want to be easily found you, you right I, I want to know why there are certain days and it we I get the kink bump when I appear on your radio show sure. Mm -hmm. um, that happens, so I'll see. I'm still waiting for the kink bump. <laughs> What's that? Am I going to get the kink bump? I would, you mean the Court Johnson? The, yeah. The, I want, Court Johnson I want the, kink bump? At Court Johnson on Instagram, I want the kink bump. I, I, don't, I just don't well, talk about it. I don't talk about it enough. Is it at Court Johnson or at the Court Johnson? On Instagram, Chris, this is where it gets confusing. On Instagram, it's at Court Johnson. Oh, that's why I screwed right. it up this on morning. On Twitter, it's at the Court Johnson because that other Court Johnson took it. Okay. So. Maybe you should make your Instagram match. I, I thought about it, but I'm not giving up at Court Johnson. I should. I should. Well, you uh, just have two. And I, just maybe I need to have one. two. And yeah. Mine don't. Yeah. I but, do, I gotta reach out to this Court Johnson who lives down in Phoenix, Arizona, and just like, dude, come on. Yeah. Come on. I already sold I it own, to somebody else. I own CourtJohnson.com. What else? You got CourtJohnson.net. Well, that's. But once you tell him all that stuff, the price goes up. And I'll send him this podcast. That's is true. What I'll you want to send gonna, like an anonymous email? Send him. Right. Send him this podcast. The person so, who has my. First name, last name, Twitter hasn't tweeted since like 2010. Right, no, that's that. Yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> he he he. I don't have. I, I told you stuff. this morning. I couldn't get Chris Angeles a Gmail. Yeah. I had to go with another one. 
Yeah. It's kind of ticked me off. Anyway, Rebecca, but, you're also, uh, let's go back to Rebecca now. Yeah, no, no. Rebecca, you also do like all sorts of other things. You actually do marketing and, and community uh, events and outreach for Picnic. You're the one that connected us with Picnic. Yep. And who, who else? You, you do all sorts of stuff. Yep. So I kind of do a big mix of um, like photography. So I work with a local agency called Heart Creative Culinary that does like grocery store, uh, like social content and recipes. And then I do... Um, Basically, digital marketing, footprint, like email, social strategy or content, any of that kind of stuff. I have at least a little expertise in it. So depending on who the client is, I do some of this or that and the other. So we met, uh, we, we referenced this before. Buick did a thing where they invited everybody on a cider tour. Mm-hmm. And I was out in Hood River and Rebecca came up and introduced herself to me. She'd heard the podcast. Yeah. And she had, mm-hmm. uh, Picnic was in line to start supporting us. Thank you very much. And we had a lot of fun running around Hood River in Portland, and we sat down and we had dinner at Bushwhackers, and I was so impressed with how much knowledge <laughs> and how much you wanted to talk about Portland food world uh-huh. that we had you. You did. You already did the soundbite. Anybody's welcome to go back and listen to the soundbite on Happy Hours. Yeah. And we thought uh, no one better to come in and talk about it. It'd be fun to talk about. Instagram in the Portland totally. Food world. It's where and all the information is. Yes. So, <laughs> so these so, are Instagram handles that are like essential to follow if you love to see great food, great food being made. Absolutely. Behind the scenes and if you type wanna, stuff. And, if, and the cool thing about Instagram is if you start following those, those will lead you to some others. Right. And, which we which we had a really, I had a fun experience posting yesterday knowing we were going to record this uh, on Portland Food ADV. Uh, asking people to list their favorite places, and there's a huge list. We're going to post that entire thread on our show notes. Uh, it's pretty long. It's like seven. It was seven pages full. Yeah. Of stuff. Holy moly! Mm-hmm. Um, it's not seven. It was seven, including some of the notes we had for others. But four. I just wanted yes, four. I just wanted to mention a couple that I. We already mentioned Carrie's, but uh, a couple that I think are fantastic that are musts, and there are a lot of musts, but. You give you the uh, floor for most of them. Um, I like Jen Likes to Eat, Jen Stevenson, who has written 100 Places to Stuff Your Faces in Portland. Is it face or faces? Faces. I think it's Best Places to Stuff Your Faces. Uh, I think it's 100. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's something. That might be the sub. <laughs> sub. But uh, she's just a wonderful person, and, and her, her photos are all absolutely beautiful. And that's all it is. You don't have to endure dogs or kids or anything. <laughs> Ugh, you, you kids. Get, yeah, exactly. So uh, there's there. And then I just want to give a shout out to uh, Gary the Foodie, um, who's uh, been on the show. Yeah. And uh, he is does a lot more posting outside of Portland than he does inside of Portland. But he pretty much posts every dish that he eats. And he goes in and says, give me 20 to a chef. <laughs> And uh, the one thing about him is he never editorializes about it. I'm always saying, how did you like it? What was good? And he, he just posts the dish and describes it, and that's it. Yeah, that's it seems scary. like he just kind of leaves it off if he's not into it. Like, Oh, he doesn't post it. Right. So he's only posting what he likes. That's That would be my guess. Yeah. I, I, do, that, I do that, too. I don't usually like take the opportunity to be like, this was terrible. <laughs> no, I don't do that anymore at all. I, yeah, I, uh, and if it, yeah, if it didn't, if it doesn't look good, I don't post it. A lot, of, a lot of food doesn't look good. A lot of food doesn't look good, yeah. and that's something that some of the better Instagrams know is that they self-edit. They don't post stuff that looks like a bowl of goop. Right, and <laughs> and the other thing I wanted to ask you about this very, 
I don't know if it's an interesting conversation, but we mentioned, and we'll mention her again, Carrie. She posts almost everything from directly above. It's mm-hmm. a two-dimensional shot of food. Mm-hmm. My first reaction to that is it's two-dimensional. It's not the angle that you see the food from. Yet some of her stuff, when it's nicely play, placed and there's a little cheese on the side, I really like. But I don't know if I really always like that everybody doing everything from directly above. What That's, do you think? Well, it's definitely the conventional wisdom. Like, they, there was actually a feast panel about Instagramming, and that was a comment that I believe came from Adam Rappaport about that's just a very effective way to, like, if you're talking about numbers, like, that is the most effective way is top-down. Um, but There's actually a term for it, top-down. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, the other two... I mean, when you're doing the food photography in general, you usually, I always advise people to either do eye level, top down, or 45 degrees, just mm-hmm. so you're not floating somewhere. Right. Because that, if you're really trying to look look like it's a professional photograph, you need to pick one of those and make sure it's like very cleanly set up. Um, but that, that top down thing is basically statistically one of the most effective ways to do it. Okay. So, so that would mean, if it's st- statistically effective, Mm-hmm. That it's appealing, I would imagine. Yeah, it gets people. results. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'd, I'd have to agree with that. I like I like the top down. I mean, to me, it's like that. There's something about it, just like the varying shapes. Like it's just awesome. Well, and a lot of times, um, it's not always true, but it's the best way to see everything. So if you've got a bowl, for example. Yeah, and then something yeah. else. Yeah, it is. I I do agree when it's multiple dishes and a mm. drink, or a, or I saw one this morning that Carrie did had some cheese, and I thought. That is very appealing. It's all. It looks natural. Mm-hmm. But when it's, I don't know. When it's one dish, I, I. There's so many times that chef does a really nice job with a dish and its depth and sure. and and it. If but, it's something with a vertical structure, then you should definitely shoot eye level. Exactly. So there that. But go ahead with your <laughs> with your list. Those were some of my comments on it, and uh, it's a fun thing to play around with. And it's enjoy. totally fun, and one of my favorite things about it is that you can see who's partnering with whom, what's going on, what new projects are coming up from local chefs and makers. So mm-hmm. um, that I think is a great. It's a great signpost for businesses to use, but it's also great for us as consumers. Like if I want to go cover, I'll give you an example. Um, one of mine on my list is Marshall's Hot Sauce. Um, I think that they have an awesome Instagram because it's such a great way to look at like the behind the scenes of somebody who's making a craft product in Portland. Um, you can see like the hilariously large shipments of peppers that they get or the um, their stand or hand mixer is like three feet tall. And so it's about half as tall as Sarah. And <laughs> they one of the reasons their Instagram is probably great for their business is that it makes you fall in love with them as people. Like they're so sweet and funny and they do a great job with it. Uh, you know, I'm glad you mentioned them because of all the Instagram feeds and Facebook posts that I see, his Dirks, especially, and nothing. Oh my God! So they're fun. the most interesting and the most fun. They I are. really enjoy them, and I've gotten to know and like him a lot through his Instagram. Yes. Um. Well, and so last winter they did a partnership with Union Wine, who also has a very fun Instagram. Um. But it was the Red Hot Pinot, the and so it was like a mulled wine with their hot sauce in it. It was super good, and I found out about it on Instagram and was like, I need to get my hands on some of that. So, and I did, and then I ended up featuring it in my, um, I do like an annual cocktail lovers gift guide. And so straight into the blog post it went. So that was an effective way for them to get the word out. Cool. Um, Let's see. Um, We mentioned Jacobson a little bit. They have such fun like locations and such great food. That one is, that one's a really fun one just to follow. 
Um, and that's Jacobson Salt Co. Right at Jacobson Salt Co. Right. Um, and so they're they're one of my favorites. They're always doing something interesting, and you kind of get a cool window into all the places that they're be local. And Jacobson is out in the world. They're like, everywhere. Right, right. But it's fun to see them like at um, you know to see them in San Francisco or to see them in New York and all of their product on the shelf. Like, and it's like yeah, Portland taking over the world. I like it. <laughs> um, so you mentioned Gary the foodie and Jen likes to eat earlier, and those two have a lot in common with um, one that I like to follow, which is Ivy Manning's. So she's oh, yeah. Ivy underscore Manning, and she does recipes for the Oregonian, and she has written like five cookbooks or something, um, and they're awesome. And she just does so many things around Portland and just shares them like with. I think that just a she's very just excited to share and it's it's pretty honest and like it's not usually like I don't mean she's critical but she just is like I'm sharing this because you know it's not it's not like she's really doing the game aspect so much she's really about like reporting and like showing what's going on what people have on offer Mm -hmm. and she also does a lot of really cool recipe testing for her forthcoming books which I think is really fun to keep an eye on um and she's a nice person I've She's so much fun. Yeah. Um, like Ivy. Yes. Um, and then, so I have a couple of chefs that I have on my list. I think that um, uh, Gregory Gorday and Jen Lewis and Vitaly Paley all do really awesome jobs of documenting their travel and their Instagrams, like their inspiration and their staff meals and like the prep for their like super, super impressive meals. Those are some really awesome behind the scenes looks. Um and then one other one that I would I think is really awesome is Judy Ann Woos. Mm-hmm. So she used to be the, I believe, like the global marketing director for Travel Oregon or something like that. I'm not sure on her exact title, but her handle is at Judy Ann, which is J-U-D-I-A-N-N. And she is just a prolific traveler and eater, and she has a great eye for a photo. So hers is just, it's very fun to just get inspired by. Um Let's see. So I have um, another recommendation for another uh, local photographer and marketer. Um, do you know Carly Diaz? No. Okay. So her handle is Carly.e.diaz, D-I-A-Z. And she is actually um, primarily a photographer, but she does a lot of digital marketing stuff. And so she has clients from many restaurants around. Um, so like today she shared a photo from the um photo shoot from Salt and Straws uh, was Bang Bar. And it is like, not only is it stunning, but it's like, I think Oregon raspberry, like shell on the soft serve. Oh. Yeah. So I'm like. That'll sh- make someone, that'll make drool. someone jump. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I love the shells. Yeah. Did um, you grow up with the shells? Oh yeah. Way? No, I love shells. Yeah. Oh my God. So Did, good. So they didn't have Carvel here, but we had that in the East Coast, but Carvel and Dairy Queen. Uh, so. I grew up in the Midwest and it was all about the Dairy Queen and then Brahms, which is kind of up and down the middle of the country. But raspberry shell. I, had, I think I've it was raspberry. Before. It might be blackberry. Well, still, either of those are just like, yeah. I'm all over that. Uh, see, it was, the, it was the Arctic Circle. Mm-hmm. What's that? It's a restaurant. Oh. Are, do we have Arctic Circles here in Oregon? No. It came, of out of, it came out of, uh, I think it came out of Washington State, but it's, it was big in Utah where I grew up. No, I never. Arctic had, Circle. You didn't have had, the Arctic Circle. We had Tom Carvel. We yeah, had Carvel. No, so we swirled. Go and get the and chocolate. Go and get the dip. The best. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good. I got it. Now we have. That's reason to go to Whizbang. Oh man, you look look up her Instagram. It is like 
It's I really, think she's on this list, and we have I to decide whether we want to go through this list. I would be shocked if she wasn't on the list, yeah. Um, so she has a bunch of really fun clients, like um, also, I believe, uh, 180 and Chesa, and she just takes, she's a fantastic photographer, so it's very fun to, she, she kind of has all the inside scoop because she has so many like business partners in town, so there's a lot of cool stuff you can find out from reading her feed, and it's always beautiful. Um so I also have, I have a, a couple of bloggers that are local. We talked a little bit about Carrie. Um, and then um, have you followed Lena's kitchen blog? No, but I think it came up yesterday in our, in our list. She has a really fun feed and hers is, she definitely goes out and posts about that too, but she has some really amazing home cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she has, yeah, she's also got, she's got a ton of followers tens of thousands. Um, and she earned them by being awesome. So, <laughs> um, and then I like to follow Rosemaried, um, who is Lindsay Stranigan. She has a blog and she also works in food marketing here in Portland. She has worked for like once upon a time, she did like the nine to five for different food brands here, but now she is her own business. So she has a bunch of clients in town also, which is really fun to see. Like I love, if you follow all of these people who are individual marketers, you get a really great mix of all of the cool stuff that's going on. And she also has a really cute baby. So for those of us who do want food and babies, <laughs> her baby's very cute. <laughs> um, you got to have the oh, right, you got to have some balance when you include sure. other things. What would be the proper ratio, Chris? I don't know. Baby, Everybody's got a different food. ratio. This is a really cute <laughs> baby. Depends on the kids. So if it's a cute right, baby, some then. People, some people have... have Babies, they think one to one, two to one, really cute. But and then some, (laughs) some are just terribly cute. So like Carrie Welch's kid, I could look at all day. Adorable. I love that. It's got so much, so much character to every look. I don't know if they're just, they're finding the right moments, but that super white baby. Hashtag super yes, white baby. Yes, hashtag super white baby. That's another good one between Carrie and Jenny and the little right. green pickle handle. That Those three combined provide a very fun and interesting look at some of the food PR going on in Portland. Yes, that's right. Um, so I wanted to mention a couple of more. Um, there's a whole gaggle of Portland bloggers who kind of cover the scene and like um, do some people do more at home. Um, some people do um, a mix. Um, so I really like... And these gals are, are quite friendly with me, just full disclosure. But um, the Spicy Bee and Meredith Davison, her handle is Mara C. Davison. Mm-hmm. And then at Bakery Bingo are three that are really good. Erin, I believe, has done a soundbite for you in the past. Yep. And maybe B has. I'm not sure. Yep. Um, and they um, all have really interesting coverage of kind of current events. Um, and then the last one on my list is Ashley Marty, who is at Local Haven. And she actually lives, I think, in Hood River, but she is a, an amazing photographer. She shoots a lot of the cookbooks from local authors and so um, and a lot of other things. She's got some really amazing um, creative juices we ha- going. We have to stop now. You've used amazing three times. Sorry. Right. Uh, you don't know it. We never. We didn't set forth yeah, the ground rules there, so it's, but it's all good. The, um, the new rule on the podcast is you can only use the amazing twice. And then we didn't know. And she didn't. She Rebecca didn't know. know. You got to tell me that when I walk in. Now I know. Okay. So now you know you, you've actually, it's been three. <laughs> it's fine. I think it's totally amazing that you didn't tell me that earlier. Yeah, there you go. That, see, <laughs> we, we, we found the flaw in the, in the formula today because 
we realized that if someone someone could say it twice in a row, if they just want to end, they don't want to. They don't want to like, talk I'm anymore. out. I'm out of here. Amazing, amazing. So thanks so much. Yeah, appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Thanks and, for having me. And check into the uh, website. We're uh, right at thefork.com where you'll see this list. Yep, it'll share away. all be there. Yes. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Against-